Daily Dub. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Dubs podcast. We are your host, Pastors Lem and Elizabeth Woodson, and thank you for tuning in. How you feel today, baby? Amazing. I'm excited to be here. Good, good. If it sounds a little bit different, we're trying out some new, uh, some new audio equipment. So I think it sounds amazing. I think it sounds clear. It does. It sounds really, really clear, but hopefully we don't mess it up along the way. So we got a great episode for you guys. Valentine's Day is coming up. What's today? The 11th? Yeah, I think so. Where do you get me for Valentine's Day? I'm not sure. I can tell you what I want. What do you want? I forget. It can't be an electronic. What did I want? Oh my gosh, I forget. Valentine's Day is one of those, you know, where you get like... I think I wanted a mug. Something you don't actually want? Oh, a mug. Yeah, okay. I wanted I wanted a mug because all of our mugs, you have the best mugs. So I wanted a mug. Oh, you're coveting my mugs? No, I'm not. I just People want to love me give me mugs. I just want a mug that actually like fits the amount of coffee that I like to drink in it. You know, mm. I got all these 10, 12 ounce mugs. You need like, like a 16. Yeah, I need like a 16 ounce mug. Or an 18, yes. No, 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 16. Cause you have to have room for the froth. I do. A, yeah, you're right. I need about an 18 ounce mug. Yes. Yes, that is true. For the amount of cream and froth. Yep. Yep. So that's what I want. I want a mug. And I want it to be very heavy duty. Like if I drop it, I'm just going to pick it right back up. I'm just going to get you a chalice. Mm, but a chalice won't fit in a K-cup maker. That's true. Okay. So I'll think about it. Yeah, we'll see. All right, here we go. Today, we got a great episode for you. The name of it is Searching for My Purity. We're going to be talking about all things purity. You know, some common misconceptions, what it is, what it isn't, how you get it, how you lose it. Can you get it back? Can you find it once it's been lost? Can it be taken away without somebody asking you, can they have it? Can it be lost without you realizing that you were going to lose it? So we're going to be talking about all those things. But first, first, we got another top three, top three. Top three. Today is top three grocery store snacks. Yes. What's your top three? At the checkout, right? Yes, at the checkout. place. Checkout snacks. Yes. Top three checkout snacks. Well, my number one is definitely Twix bars. Wait, are those in the checkout? Yes, they are. Yes, Yes. they are. They're at the very end, and I absolutely love them. Number two, does it have to be a candy? No, just in the checkout. It could be Tic Tacs. Okay. Well... Also chapstick. Oh, no, man. Snack? <laughs> what do you mean chapstick? Unbelievable. <laughs> We're talking snacks, stuff that you can eat, stuff that costs maybe less than $2 that you can eat. Okay, so definitely Twix is number one. It can number be a beverage. two would definitely be uh, Kit Kat bars. Kit Kat bars, yes. And then number three would probably be just any gum. I don't normally buy gum, but I'm always tempted to get gum. But gum's not really a snack neither. You don't eat gum. You chew gum. We're talking about stuff that you These eat. These technicalities are getting me. It's not a technicality at all. Uh, oh, okay. Sometimes they have those uh, Ferrero Rocher. Is that, mm. that's how you say it? Those little balls? I was going to say peanut M&M's. Oh. You like peanut M&M's. I do M&Ms. love peanut M&M's. Yes. And right now you are turning there. your back on peanut M&M's. Oh my gosh, I do love that. Yeah, yeah you're right. You, yeah. Were, you know me better than me. I just saved your relationship with peanut M&M's. You did. Yep. Shout out to peanut M&M's. Yes. They're my favorite. All right, my top three cash register snacks i'm gonna go with hershey bars just regular chocolate regular chocolate hershey bars that's on there uh i'm also gonna go with kit kat yes you did well with the kit kat and to round it off i would go all three chocolate but i'm gonna throw in lifesavers mm. yes i do like lifesavers the, the gummy assorted fruit kind they get you too yeah the gummy the gummy lifesavers with the assorted mm-hmm. no sometimes the harbor bears 
the Haribo. 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 You got to roll the R. Yeah. The Haribo. Sometimes they're at the, yeah. checkout, the checkout line and you grab that bag. But it depends on what kind of line you're in. Because if you're at like a drugstore, it's Walgreens, something like that. Yeah. You got tons more selection than you do at like Giant Eagle where they And they always put the go gummy bears out with like the $1 candy. And then that thing gets scanned and it's like three fifty nine. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. You need to run a credit check. It's like, why is this so expensive? Yes. I'm like, what is but in the gummy bears? There's actually a brand of gummy bears that's better than Haribo. And it's called Owl something. I'll look it up. I was put onto it a couple months ago, and a coworker of mine, she was like, hey, I know you like gummy bears. There's a way better brand of gummy bears that you would never expect, which so delicious. And I tried it, and it was absolutely correct. You're yes. a believer now. I am a believer. It's very unassuming. You know, the, the, the bag is just like a white bag with red letters, and it's just like gummy bears. And it's delicious. Seems a little generic. It's absolutely delicious, though. They have them at, I'm realizing that they're everywhere. They have them at the pharmacy. They're at the checkout lane in AutoZone, which I frequent. Mm. Yes. So it's like people have already known this, but it's an underground thing. You know, they don't really tell you. It's a secret. Yep. It is a secret. But hey, put in the comments, what is your top three? Top three cash register snacks. We didn't put any uh, drinks on there. So next time we'll do top three cash register drinks you know what i mean because there's an assortment you got your like turner's iced teas the little pints you got some, at. got your 20 ounce sodas you got the red bulls you got water we can't sleep on water yeah right h2o yeah. is summer paramount. days you got to get that water yeah oh yeah so all right let's get into this right now we're talking about searching for my purity what is purity how do if you had one chance to describe purity what would you say it is i would say it's for me, it's wholeness. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because I, I would say wholeness and I would say honesty. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think those are the two words that come to mind for me. I like that. Because when like I it. think of not purity or impure, mm-hmm. I think of just filth. Right. So, yeah. I, I like know. it. I like it. I think of, what do I think of? I think of intended purpose so it's, it's not perverted. You know, I think of that and I think of, I would go with honest too. I would go with intended purpose and I would go, I wouldn't, and I know what you mean. Not honest like, hey, did you steal that? Yes or no. Honest as in it's clear and yeah. it's open, you know, it's, there's nothing being it's hidden. It's undefiled. There's, right. There's nothing sus about it. It's yeah. just, this is what it is, is what it is. Yeah. We're not trying to say that this is one thing, but it's really another. It's There's no need there's to no hide agenda, it. There's no agenda. There's no, exactly. you know, hidden things. It's it's honest. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. true. It's in your face and it's honest. And, you know, we, we're going to talk about this. And this is sort of like the icebreaker on searching for my purity because we're going to do a couple parts on this. At least we intend to. But we need to understand that purity, as we know, purity, it's just like all things when it comes to christ and god and us walking a spiritual life it starts in the heart yeah it starts in the heart you know we we don't want you to think when we say searching for my purity that you can easily turn this off or you could easily know what this is going to be about you know so for the kid who's never done anything impure you know what i mean you've never held hands with somebody well you've never dropped an f-bomb you've never done any drugs that's not purity purity is in the heart yeah yeah, it's not about a physical action. So if exactly. you're somebody who's maybe done some things physical, please don't turn this podcast off because this still applies to you. Right. We're talking about your heart. We're not talking about 
what you've done. Like an actual action, like drugs or sex or lying or stealing or exactly. killing. No, we're not talking about just that, man. We're talking about from your heart. You know, Jesus, when he was doing his sermon on the mount, he told the people that they were listening that were listening to him. He said, you know, you guys say, don't be an adulterer. But let me tell you, if you look at a woman with lust in your heart, you're an adulterer. He yeah. said, don't murder. But if you think about your brother and you're angry at your brother, You've already murdered in your heart, yeah. you know, so he's he's letting us know that these things we did a couple podcasts on this before called Matters of the Heart or what? No, Heart Check. Yeah, we did Heart Check. And that's it's pretty much more of the same because purity starts at the root of it is our hearts. Yeah. If our hearts aren't right, purity is never going to be achieved ever. Yeah. And everything is everything is naked before God anyway. Exactly. So it's not that we can even hide things from him, but it's how we perceive ourselves because we're only deceiving ourselves when we think there's anything hidden before God. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember when I used to work as a mechanic, a lot of guys, they knew I was a Christian and they knew that, you know, I was ministering and everything and they would, they would swear in front of me and then they would say, sorry, I know you don't talk like that. And I would always respond with the same thing. Don't apologize to me, apologize to God. Cause even if you don't say it, you're thinking it. So yeah. really it's no big deal that you're saying this. Not that it's no big deal. Really. It's no bigger deal for you to say these words than for you to willingly think them in your mind. Yeah, and you know? to have that kind of aggression and feeling towards something or someone. Either way, whether you say the word or not, the behavior is wrong because it's in your heart. Exactly. And that's why, you know, purity cannot be achieved without Jesus. That's point number one. Purity is a matter of the heart and it cannot be achieved without Jesus. So if we're even going to start on this road of searching for my purity, know that. It can't be achieved without the Spirit of God living inside of you. And you can't have the Spirit of God living inside of you unless you have been born again and your sins are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ himself. It's never going to happen. You know, there's a lot of people, and it's sad because the world will tell us that purity equals one thing and being holy equals another thing. So you have people who don't outwardly do wrong things, and they will just as quickly be disqualified from heaven as the person who's doing them. Yeah, I mean, because purity doesn't mean piety. Right. Piety is just the religious acts of what you're doing to try to prove your worth and, and in your value in Christianity. But mm -hmm. it's not about piety. It's no. about purity. It's about exactly. what you really are on the inside. Right. And a lot of people, they look the Christian part, they talk the Christian part, and they've even drawn up the boundaries of where they live and exist. But inside of them, they wish they were beyond those boundaries. And yeah. they're constantly pushing towards them. Exactly. And against them. And that's that's where you are defiling yourself. That's where, and you see the defilement. Then it's the same thing, you know, Matthew. When he was talking to the people, he said, defilement comes from within. It comes from within. It's not what we eat. It's not what we drink. It's not what we say. It's not what we do. What we say and what we do are fruits of what's already going on inside of us. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of times when when uh, teens in specific hear the message of purity, as long as they still have their virginity, they're like, I'm perfectly fine. I don't need this right. message. This isn't yep. for me. I have my badge of, of purity. Yeah. And that's not true no, at all. Because, you know, we uh, one of the most common questions we get asked all the time by teens is, how far is too far? And how mm -hmm. how much can I, how far can I go before God gets mad? Right. It's like, well, if you're having those questions and if you're having those thoughts, there's no purity happening in your heart right now. Yeah, exactly. Psalm 24.3. This is a good psalm. And this, you know, because we want to give some background to why purity is so important. You know, it's not just because we say it is, but it's because the Bible talks about it. And purity is, it's a pure requisite. You know, Jesus said, blessed are the pure at heart. For they will see the Lord. Yeah. Like, we need to be pure. Psalm 23, 
verse 3, it says, Who may ascend onto, into the hill of the Lord, or who may stand in his holy place? Verse 4, He who has clean hands and a pure heart. Simple. He who has clean hands and a pure heart. So it's not just the clean hands. You know, a lot of us have clean hands. Yeah. Clean hands. Morals. They give you clean hands. Manners give you clean hands. Proper upbringing gives you clean hands. But there's also a pure heart. Yeah. God is looking for both of the things. He's looking for the clean hands that come from a pure heart. So that's what we're talking about today, man. Purity. Point number one is it is a matter of the heart. Don't think for one second just because you do or do not do that that has any effect on your actual state of purity. Like my wife said, everything is naked before God everything he's reading our thoughts he's reading the intentions of our hearts we can't get away with well god you know i'm not like that because yeah he sees us and i think we need to define it quickly because you might look at you might hear that message and feel condemned like oh man i looked at that girl and i thought she was cute i'm definitely not pure at heart it's not really about the thought that crosses your mind it's about the thought you entertain exactly and the thought that you meditate on and yep. the one that unravels the one that you then start to daydream about mm -hmm. those are the things that defile you yes because yes you if you if you are a human being you're going to be attracted to the opposite gender at some point in your life mm -hmm. and you're going to have thoughts of oh man he's really cute or she's you know, good looking. So don't be condemned in this message right now. But think about the times where the thought has been plaguing you right. and it just evolves mm -hmm. and becomes, you know, an obsession and you daydream about it. And you're thinking about this person in ways that you wouldn't even tell them that you're having these thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a great point because, you know, as people are listening to this, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, how do I get it back if I can't even control when I lose it or not? You know what I mean? I'm totally out of control. We hear people say all the time, you know, I don't want to think these things, but I do. I don't want to say these things, but I don't have control. My thoughts are disgusting and my desires are disgusting. But we used to I used to have this conversation with a lot of guys when God gave me the revelation of it. And it was that, like you just said, temptation to sin is different from indulgence in sin. Yeah. You know, like temptation. And by temptation, we mean the the opportunity yeah. The opportunity to sin, the opportunity to allow a thought that went through your mind to stay there and be and take residence in your mind, the opportunity to sin doesn't equal sin. Mm -hmm. It's when we allow sin and when we don't reject it in a mind of staying pure, that's when it becomes an actual thing and sin takes root and sin's ultimate desire is to kill you. Yeah. And that's what it's going to do. It's going to kill you physically and it's going to kill your relationship with God even more spiritually. Yeah. And you're not going to want to be around God. Nobody wants to be around God if you know at the core of who you are that you're not pure. Yeah, I you're mean, you think, about, you think about Adam and Eve and how they used to have conversations with God in the yep. garden and they would walk with him and, and commune with him. But as soon as sin entered into their lives, mm -hmm. they hid from him. They were yeah. ashamed. And that's what happens to us. And that's why it's so important to have a pure heart because you cannot commune with God in the most intimate level right. if you feel like there's something that you know is going to bring you away from him because exactly. god is the most holy thing mm -hmm. the most holy being in the universe so in order to approach him you're going to start feeling the residue of sin on your life and it's going to make you want to yep. walk away from him yeah and so that's why it's important to have a pure heart and just to piggyback on what you were saying just for the ladies too i've heard a lot of people a lot of women say i can't control the way that i feel mm -hmm. because like women were we're a lot more 
in touch with our feelings. So if feelings come into our minds and then they, they give us images in our head, we think, well, there's no way that I can stop this because it's a feeling. How mm-hmm. can I make myself stop feeling this way? Right. You can totally do it. You can totally do it. You can take it. just as much control of your feelings as you do your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to entertain it and you don't have to be like, well, if I feel this way, then it has to be natural. Like, no, you can control what goes through your mind, what stays in your heart mm-hmm. and what m- images come into your head. Exactly. And in the key is, like we said, God. It's the power of God. It's the grace of God on our lives that empowers us to live this life and to be pure before him. You know, and yes. part of purity, like we said, being being what? Being honesty. When we know that purity starts in our hearts and we know that in the natural we have no ability to live out the purity that we want to see in our hearts, it now takes that honesty before God for his help to even be activated. Yeah. You know, the Bible says that those who are born again, those who are born of Christ do not sin. But it also says that if we say we have no sin, we're liars. So what's it saying? It's saying that if we say I don't need Christ and I'm sinless, that's never going to be true. Yeah. I'm sinless because of Christ, because without Christ, I have tons of sin. Yeah, you never not need him. Right. <laughs> right. So without Christ, I can't be pure. And that surrender, that honesty, That's the beginning of purity, saying, God, I need you to do this. You know without you what my thoughts are going to be. You know without you what my actions are going to be. You know how I'm going to be without of without you yeah and and it also doesn't mean that you're just going to struggle with this for your life Mm -hmm. it means that if you go to god with your issues of whatever it is that you might have against purity god will let you know the source of that so you can deal with it and it doesn't have to be something that plagues you for the rest of your life right but if you just try to suppress it if you just try to be strong enough and and just you know grunt and bear it then you will never get to the source of it and you'll continue to be plagued by it yeah you'll continue to be plagued by it and there's no victory in that god gives us the victory the bible says he always causes us to triumph so he wants us to have the victory in purity he wants us to have the victory against sin that's what he came gave his life and rose again to do yeah is to give us that victory over every every plan of the devil for your life so you can be pure you can be you pure. can take control of your thought life. Absolutely. You can take control of what goes into your heart. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the main things that I always tell everyone who talks to me about purity is it's not saying no to things, but saying yes to other things. Exactly. You know, it's not about, you know, just rejecting a thought and then just letting your mind be blank. It's about rejecting a thought and instantly replacing it with a better one. The Bible tells us what to think on. It yeah. says think of everything that is pure, good, you know, for for the advancement of his kingdom. You you have things that you should be thinking about right so if you have a thought that comes to your mind that is impure you shouldn't just reject it and kind of sit there and try to not have that thought again you should reject it and instantly fill it with something else that is pure yeah yeah it's there's no shame in crying out to god for help 10 billion times a day yeah you know if a thought comes in and you're like man i really want to dwell on this i really want to indulge in this i really want to go and do what is against god's will say god help me help me God help me and he'll show you how he is your help. He'll show you where you're weak so he can make you strong. He'll show you where the stuff is coming in and trying to torment you and take you away from him so you can totally stay away from it. But point number one, like we're saying, we're going to wrap this episode up because I want to get into number two. Number two, (laughs) we're going to start about, we're going to talk about, you know, can we get our purity back once it's been lost? This was really just to lay down the groundwork and get you 
thinking about purity because if we don't think yeah if we don't if we don't think about it if we don't pursue after pureness we're never going to get it you know the truth about everything is that jesus did die for our sins yes he rose again we are sinless we have the victory over sin we are empowered to live as he is the bible says it as he is so are we that's right but we have to be intentional though you know, nobody stays pure by accident. That's right. And, it, and it, it's a it's a very active thing that we're doing as Christians. And it's there's practical ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I always tell people, don't stay idle. Why is your mind just blank and idle all right. day long? Exactly. Yes, you're going to have a lot more temptations than I do because mm-hmm. I'm busy with yeah. stuff. Yeah. I fill my life with things that will push me towards God, will bring me closer to him. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, don't do the things that will just keep you in, in a moment of just boredom. Yeah. Boredom is where the enemy just flourishes. And mm-hmm. also, you know, don't fill yourself with trash. Yeah. Stay away from trash. Yeah. That's music. That's movies. That's conversations. Mm -hmm. get the wrong people out of your life you know i can't remain pure if my friend is constantly telling me about her dates with her boyfriend and putting images of what they're doing in my mind exactly now i'm defiled just by the images that she's giving me i haven't even done anything physically yeah but i love hearing her stories about you know blow by blow Mm -hmm. what she's doing with her boyfriend yeah like don't do that and then you know then wonder why you have like a purity issue or, or whatever it is a perversion issue don't do these things because exactly. they're they're gonna they're not they're gonna hinder you. Yeah, you they're gotta, not gonna help you. At all costs, we have to guard our hearts. Yes, because the most important relationship we could ever have is the relationship with God. So we're always guarding and choosing the relationship with Him, like you just said. We're not just saying no to stuff. We're saying yes to a relationship with God. Right. Everything that comes in that we're thinking, man, this could mess up my relationship with God. I don't do it. Even if it's the the smallest things, I don't care if for some reason, and this is extreme, but it's true. I don't care if for some reason I felt convicted when I bought bubble yum bubble gum one day at the cash register. And I was like, man, this gum is delicious. I just love to chew it. If for some reason I felt like, you know what, this is taking me farther away from God. Or you know what, maybe this isn't what God wants me to do. I just wouldn't do it. Yeah, it's no it's longer a question. I just, okay, not whatever. Worth I'm not. It. I'm not just not going to do it. And and I'll even laugh at it because I'll know how ridiculous it might be. But then I'll also be very proud of it, knowing God knows that I'll do anything, absolutely anything, to keep my relationship with Him. You know. And you know what the good thing about God, the best part I think for me is understanding that He doesn't just want me to do blind sacrifices. That if I say no to the bubble yum in your example, and I go to Him and I'm like. God, why didn't you want me to eat the bubble yum? Like, what's up with that? He'll show me He'll exactly show how it was Every taking me away from him. Yeah. He'll show me how it was messing up my heart, yep. how it was messing up my mind, you know, my teeth or whatever it was. He will show me. Mm-hmm. He's not just like, because I told you. He's right. not that kind of dad. Nope, not at all. And I, I think a lot of us think that God is just the kind of God that's like, don't have sex before marriage. And you're like, why God? And he's like, because I said so. Right. He's not that kind of dad. Just ask him. Go right. to him with your struggles. Go to him with your thought life. Mm-hmm. Go to him with, with, with what's going on in your heart, the things that he's asked you not to do, the friendships he's asked you to let go of, and ask him why. How is this detrimental to me? And he'll yeah. make you understand it so that you'll be easily able to keep it. Exactly. And you're not just struggling with every time you look at a bubble yum, you're like, I really want that. I don't Right. Why God said no. No, you'll look at it and you'll say, man, that bubble gum, 
used to really mess me up. Right. And I'm glad that I got rid of it because I don't have that issue anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, of course, it's an extreme example, but whatever. We'll use an extreme example because <laughs> nothing is worth losing our relationship with God. Yeah. Staying in step with him every step of the way. Purity at all costs, man. So that's episode one. You gave We gave you one point and it's know this. Purity starts in the heart. So that's what we got to get right first. Get your heart right before God. Say, God, I want to be pure. God, show me every way that I'm not pure. And show me how to be pure before you. Your word says, who will ascend upon God's holy hill? Only those with clean hands and a pure heart. It also says, "Who will blessed are the pure at heart, for they will see God. So if you want to see God. Yeah. If you want to see God, which I know you do because you're listening to this podcast when you could be doing anything else. If you want to see God, you need to be pure. Pursue purity. So that's our episode, man. Tune in for part two. Part two, we're going to give you how to get your purity back. A lot of us are in the situation where we're like, okay, I get it. I need to be pure, but I've already lost my purity. Now what? No, yeah. we're going to go into it. Purity can be redeemed. It can be restored, man. You you are washed white as snow. So that's going to be episode two, how to get my purity back. Thanks for tuning in. Listen, share this with somebody that needs to hear it. Thank you for listening. Rate, review, subscribe, all of that stuff. You know the deal. And we will see you back here next time on another episode of the Daily Dubs podcast. And until then, never forget... Jesus loves you, and so do we. Peace. Daily Dubs.